Hello and welcome to For Against, the podcast for new friends produced by old friends. I'm your host, Mike McFadden. Joining me today are Patrick Lothian, Robbie Silver, and Mike Winan. Guys, thanks so much for joining me today. It's so good to be here, Mike. Unlike, you, unlike Mike. my friend Patrick, I'm joining on a computer, not a phone, so I've got a stable connection here. <laughs> I hope <laughs> <laughs> I like what? the animosity right. already. And we're two episodes yes, in, and now we're yeah. our enemies. I feel like the the premise of the show is just old friends shit on each other for 30 minutes to an hour, which is fun. All right. So since we're uh, using the show as an opportunity to stay connected now that we all live in different states, I thought we'd start out by first telling um, you know our, our listeners what state we live in, but then also giving a brief update as to what's been going on since we last recorded in our lives. And so, Mike, I thought we would start with you. Yeah, I, I live in, in Austin, Texas. Uh, which is uh, a state in the Union of the United States. Um, I moved here three years ago Thank you from, for that. <laughs> from Chicago, Illinois. I like it very much, except uh, we're about to enter the longest uh, summer you could possibly imagine. Uh, and I got a new dog. Um, so that's all. Well, hold on. What, what do you mean by you're about to enter the longest summer you could possibly imagine? Summer begins in April and ends the following April, it feels like, down here. So... Um, <laughs> that, that's a weather-related comment and not a coronavirus-related comment, or, or both? I, I, well, I think it's a weather-related comment. But but uh, is it cor- is that unique to this year? <laughs> no. Is that you? Okay. No. I was confused. I thought like there was something special about the 2020 summer. They I just Texas, they, down here they just they never stop. It's just uh, it's constant summer. Constant summer down here. Get or, used to that. or endless summer. I think that was a documentary about surfing at one point. All right. Well, thank you, Michael, for that um, update. No Patrick, what's going on? There's what? No surfing in the middle of Texas. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Pat, what's going on in your life? Uh, I live in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, I was also originally from the Chicago area, like these guys. Uh, oh, that's back news. There. That's cutting, on, uh, cutting uh, news, breaking news. Um, yeah, uh, it's not for sure. We're just thinking about moving, and that is Chicago area is on the table, specifically Lagrange, where I know False. McFadden's brother lives. Lagrange, is a fantastic <laughs> he lives near Lagrange. Area. He lives what? in Western Springs currently, but um. Uh, yeah, I think he's thinking oh, about moving I was to Lagrange, but currently he's he's residing in Western Springs, the Western suburbs. Why why Lagrange, Pat? Uh, because we were shown it by my brother Ryan, okay. and it's a wonderful good. place. Robbie, where are you currently residing, <laughs> uh, and uh, what's going on in your life? Yeah, there are two different answers to that question. So uh, I live in Hoboken, New Jersey, which is right outside New York City. Uh been there for several years now, but about six weeks ago, after being quarantined in our tiny little shoebox apartment with our 11-month-old daughter, trying to work every day, not really being able to go outside, we decided to make the move to West Virginia, uh, just temporarily. We've been renting a cottage here on a month-by-month basis, so... That's a top-two Virginia for sure. Yeah, (laughs) definitely top-two. Um, but we're enjoying it. The birds are chirping. I'm looking at nothing but open farmland right now. So happy to be outside in the fresh air. I'm curious, how did you find this place um, in West Virginia? And why did you choose West Virginia? Uh, we weren't specifically looking at West Virginia, but we needed something that kind of met all of our needs. So needed to have 
long-term rentals available, kitchen, laundry, good Wi-Fi. And we actually know some people about a half hour away. So we knew that this is at least like a reasonable area that has decent facilities in terms of hospitals and grocery stores and things of that nature. And then we just got lucky in terms of this place. Side note, our hosts are the greatest Airbnb hosts of all time. In the last month and a half, they have baked us two different cakes, two different types of cookies, a loaf of bread, uh, a fresh lasagna. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing something, but they just will show up at a random time and say, here you go, new food that we made you from scratch. So we, Do you want to give a shout out to uh, who they are so for you know future people can reside in their uh Airbnb. Yeah, shout out to Dina and Kevin in the Eastern Panhandle of West Virginia. Best Airbnb host <laughs> ever. All right, very good. And uh, anyone else? We oh yeah, we didn't tell talk about me. <laughs> 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 Robbie, if you read the outline, you were supposed to throw oh, it back to me. So uh, and now thanks we'll a throw lot. it back to Mike. Go for it, Mike. Okay, very good. Um, so I currently reside in Northbrook, which is one town over from the place that I grew up, Glenview. Never heard and of yeah, it's on the other side of Willow, which is a road that uh, you know divides the two towns. I've I've heard of it. I've been there many, many mm -hmm. times. Yes, and um, so this has been a, a strange week because, or I'm a high school teacher, and ordinarily this is like sort of the the wind down phase to to summer break. But we've been remote learning for two months, and so nothing feels normal right now. And with that, <laughs> go ahead and uh, remind our listeners the way that this show works. That was, uh, that was our weekly update. We'll see if we keep that in next episode. The way this works is uh, someone uh, throws out a topic. It could be a, a new product, a, a news item, a fad, a food item, or really anything um, that uh, suits our fancy. And, and each of us gives our opinion on that topic and ultimately determines whether we are for or against that thing. Last episode, Wynan, you indicated that if someone was outvoted, there should be some sort of consequence. Have you given any thought to what that might look like? Uh, it sounds uh, overly complicated, <laughs> so I might be pulling back on that. But uh, if we could all keep track in our heads, if we were um, uh, with the majority more often than not, then you are uh, a winner. Um, okay. Or, or not. I don't, <laughs> or maybe at the end we just sort of decide who lost. Yeah, a loser is probably really probably a, probably more more on on brand for the old friends shooting on each other. If that's become the podcast, <laughs> very good. All right, well, I'd like to start things off by uh, throwing it over to Patrick Lothian. And uh, Patrick, why don't you kick us off with your topic of the day? Well, I picked something that has uh, been talked about a lot recently because of the coronavirus and the lack of toilet paper, mm -hmm. and that is bidets. So how do you guys feel about bidets? I'm going to start with now, Robbie because I heard just a noise clarify, Are you talking about like the formal porcelain bidets or more of the aftermarket bidets, like the, the $79 tushies that you can just install in 10 minutes yourself? I have a quick question, Patrick and Robbie. It sounds like you might know the answer to this. Is <laughs> is a bidet a separate thing than a toilet? Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I thought a bidet was only an add-on to a it toilet. Oh, well, it, you've got a whole world ahead of you. So just to, to, just to clarify for our listeners, a bidet is something that you sit on after you cleanse yourself out of your <laughs> digestive system 
and it sprays water into your undercarriage and cleans you out. You can sit on it as a separate device, or you can sit on your own toilet seat. And if there's a device on your toilet seat, it can shoot water up your butt. Okay, so Pat, which one are you talking about? <laughs> We're talking okay, well, about I'll, I'll, that, that clarifies it for me. So my wife is not going to agree with me on this one. Uh, I'm against bidets. I like the concept of it, but uh, something about it is just, it's, it seems too unsanitary to me. And I know that some people say it's actually more sanitary, but here I am. My, my wife actually did install a tushy on our toilet. And she uses it every day. I'm grossed out by it. it. You turn it on and it shoots cold toilet water up your butt. Uh, I, I don't but know. But hold on. I think it, we should it's clarify. It's not toilet bowl. water. It comes from the tank. So it's, it's, it, it's before it's entered the bowl. It's in, in... <laughs> well, it depends on which version you buy. Patrick Lothian bidet. I'm, I'm, it's just I'm, a super soaker uh, wired into your own toilet bowl. <laughs> I think given the right circumstances, if I was on a freshly <laughs> cleansed bidet that shot the perfect temperature warm water in, maybe I'm for it. But as of this day, I'm against bidets. Okay. Wine in. What do you think? Uh, I am t- afraid of them. Um, and so that might be a personal uh, point of view. Um, but I, I don't know. I, 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 think, um, uh, I think I do agree that they'll probably make you cleaner. Although they make you wetter. So I have a constant fear like I'm going to pull my pants up and it's going to look like I peed myself out of my butt. Uh, wait, but do they make you cleaner because it's splashing? So the particles are being rocked around. They go up and down. Yeah, my man. Out of the bowl. It doesn't seem that sanitary. Let me ask you a question. If you have a messy, like if, if you've got like uh, a mess on the ground and it's kind of... <laughs> It's kind of stool, stool consistency. Are you going to use a towel to wipe that up, or are you going to hose it down? <laughs> I'm going to hose it down. Yeah. Well, well, I'm going to hose it down, but to Robbie's point, I haven't thought about that before. I'm not going to then not clean so it up with a the dual, towel. I'm not going to like spray situation. poop all over you, my floor. You use the bidet, and then you, you dry yourself off with, with a little bit of toilet paper so you don't look like you peed, peed yourself out of your butt. So I'm I'm four, but you need to have the room in your bathroom. I'm not about these add-on situations. Yeah, have yeah. You, I was in a very famous hotel one once before? in Japan, <laughs> where <laughs> of course where they are way ahead of us, light years ahead of us in in toilet technology. And I used it; mm-hmm. it was uncomfortable. I think it might just be me having to get over my my own fears. Um, but uh, I would be for it if I had the room in my bathroom and uh, had the had the willpower to mm-hmm. to conquer my fears. I know that I've never used one, but um, people that I respect that have used it um, speak highly of them. Uh, so for that reason, I'm deferring to the experts and I think I'm for them. Three, fourth and against. Mm. Well, Patrick, where are you? Cool. <laughs> oh, no. I have, I, uh, so <laughs> I was in an Airbnb in, uh, <laughs> in London and I was going to the bathroom, and then I realized that the owners uh, did not have any toilet paper wow. whatsoever. <laughs> so I was like, well, this is a bad situation. And then I saw a, a separate bowl sitting across from me. I like that I you like, didn't notice until <laughs> afterwards. And that, that... 
I I don't really look well. Clearly, I didn't notice there was wasn't toilet paper, so I wasn't doing the best <laughs> job scoping out the room. Uh, <laughs> so I uh, had to use it, and I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I am I'm very for, but I'm also like scared to actually buy one. It's the same thing with like the squatty potty. Like I think that I would enjoy that. But then I don't want to buy it. So if any of you want to yeah, send now that me you're a mentioning bidet, it, I'm, it's I funny the things that my that. wife purchases. My wife purchased our bidet. My wife purchased our squatty potty. She's loading up our bathroom with all sorts of fixins and <laughs> fixins like a chili. Did did she buy poop? <laughs> we have used poopery before. You guys have actually, another purchase by my wife. She is just loading up our bathroom, and I have to say, squatty potty. <laughs> I know this isn't the topic, but I'm for squatty potty. It, trying to get, it gets your positioning in the exact perfect way so that it all just flows the way it's supposed to flow. But that's a topic Thank for you for that. Uh, all right. So real, real quick add-on for, again, <laughs> how much Lexi's going to yell at Robbie. All right. So I think that, I think that pretty much wraps up our, uh, our topic of uh, bidets. Thank you, Pat, for that. Um, what I'd like to do is switch on now to a topic that I, I teased you all with um, in, the, in the outline, and that was Triscuits. And I recently added a picture. And I don't know, do you guys have a computer in front of you? Can you see a Triscuit? It, yep. it, it looks image? like a normal box of Triscuits. Yes. I want you to look at the blue diamond shape. And it says um, it starts with three simple ingredients. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now what I'd like to do is jump over to a tweet storm um, that was written by a guy named Sage Boggs, S-A-G-E space B-O-G-G-S. And um, it relates to the Triscuit Cracker. You ready? Sure. Okay. This is also going to be a new format to see if uh, reading tweet storms. Do you, do you uh, want us to click against. the link that you have? If you want, you can. I'm going to read it out loud okay. to our uh, our listeners right now. Several years ago, I was at a party brag and i spotted a box of triscuits i asked everybody uh what does the word triscuit mean it's clearly based on the word biscuit but what does the try mean i'm great at parties the consensus was that try means three maybe three layers or three ingredients no one knew for sure though so i googled it but here's the thing google didn't seem to have an official answer either just more guesses so we went straight to the source we emailed nabisco and the response we got a few days later shook us to the core here it is thank you for your interest in our triscuit crackers no business record survived which specifically explained the origins or inspiration for the name triscuit but we do know the name was chosen as a fun derivation of the word biscuit the try does not mean three if you haven't mm-hmm. done so already please add our site to your favorite favorites and visit, uh, visit us again soon the try does not mean three. How? How do they know what it doesn't mean, but not know what it does mean? Ooh, How? This is a mystery. Also, no business records survived. What the hell happened at the Triscuit factory? Did the building explode? Did someone <laughs> run out of the doors and yell, it doesn't mean three, right before perishing in a giant blaze? I was baffled, and I couldn't stand not knowing, so I did a little sleuthing online and stumbled upon some early Triscuit advertisements. Take a look at these bad boys. We'll include these in the show notes. In the early 1900s, Triscuit was run out of Niagara Falls, and their big selling point being baked by electricity. They were the only food on the market prepared by this 1903 process. Look at the lightning bolts. And that's when it clicked. Electricity biscuit. Triscuit means electricity biscuit. And then later there was a follow. It was like a day later. And it said, we did it, folks. We did it. Triscuit um, replied to this tweet storm and said, we had to go all the way up the ladder, but we can confirm 
uh, electricity. That Triscuit said that. Triscuit said that. So somehow, but so somehow in the intermeaning, you know, uh, you know, point from when he reached out, they didn't know what it meant, but then they were somehow later able to confirm. So for or against the electricity biscuit, Robbie, I'd like to start. Oh my gosh, this is quite a roller coaster of a tale. First of all, (laughs) who is Sage Boggs? Is he just some random guy on the internet or is he like a known investigator? Well, he was a random guy up until this tweet storm blew up. Uh, he now has 50,000 plus followers. Um, Any relation I, to Wade Boggs? I don't know. <laughs> Sage Boggs is an even cooler name. Agreed. Um, I am so for the electricity biscuit. You have no idea. And I know that you can't see the picture right now, but the, the picture from 1903 of crackers with lightning bolts striking them there must be 50 lightning bolts here striking these triscuits. They're electrified. Trisket, electricity tr- brisket. Hell yeah. So far. I'm into it, man. Very good. Wynan, go ahead. I love it. I'm super on board with the with the electricity biscuit, which I will only refer to them as it from this point on. But I think they knew this the whole time but wanted to deny it because I bet that they're not made by electricity anymore. So they're trying to, as a cover up. <laughs> wait, wait, what would they possibly be made by if not electricity? Cold, dark, dark, smog producing coal. Wait, so you think that I they've think moved to deeper. coal? They went, they went back to coal, but not coal to produce electricity, <laughs> coal to somehow turn a turbine that powered, like they invented a new technology. Like they, they set themselves it goes all the way to the top. <laughs> I think this is deeper. We don't let this lie here. We got to dig deeper. We'll have to come back to this one. It's Um, fracking all the way, probably. (laughs) It's just, yeah, just frack biscuits. All right, Pat, what do you think? (laughs) Okay, thank you very much. Uh, I'm uh, for the the tweet storm, especially, that expounds upon... Um, you know, this investigative journalism. And I really think it's interesting that the the tweet storm has become this this new medium. And I'm excited to see where it takes us in the future. Yeah. I All right. Tweet storms that are about inane topics like the origin of the Trisket. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Robbie, let's turn it over to you. What's going on? Um, what, what topic have you brought to us today? Uh, so I think everyone by now is familiar with TikTok. Uh, the yes. social media platform that's sweeping the nation. But I want to go a little bit deeper, not just for or against TikTok. Are you for or against family TikTok accounts? Now, I don't know if you've seen this, but you have uh, thousands of accounts of families who together have, whether it's, you know, the Silver family, the Lothian family has their own account. They do dances together. They pull pranks on each other. Uh, they make jokes with each other. But it's a family-oriented TikTok account. I wanted to throw that out there. Who would you like to take uh, the lead on this one? Uh, I think Pat has a firm opinion with his dog. (laughs) (laughs) Whose dog is it? That is not my dog. (laughs) Who's Steve? uh, That's for a future episode for against Steve's dog. (laughs) I'm against right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, (laughs) Um, I have no problem with families trying to bond with each other and create a lifelong connection. It seems like you're bringing some negativity <laughs> towards families. He hasn't taken a position, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel it. You'll get my opinion at the I'm, end. 
it's a rhetoric uh, what? uh it's really he, he studied rhetoric like uh like very very well rob by not giving your cards away at the beginning i like it right okay so you're for <laughs> so yeah i mean they're just trying to trying okay. to have a good time uh, Warren, what do you think yeah i'm also for it um this 2020 um sucks and so anytime anybody can have fun um in a in a non-threatening non-abrasive way um and bring a little light into the darkness that is the internet um i don't know why anyone would be against it unless they can prove me wrong do do you guys remember when it it hasn't been great for a bit i think we can all agree (laughs) Uh, I think uh, for family TikTok counts, I- I'm going to say four, but I'm going to take it from a different angle. Um, I agree with everything that you guys said already, but um, my understanding is that TikTok um, has this sort of like explosive, uh, like the-, the potential for explosive virality. And uh, I actually created a for or against pod TikTok for us Whoa. and I haven't done anything with it. I just sort of locked down the username. And so uh, I'm excited to see uh, if uh, the promise of of TikTok can, you know, make our show just a smashing success so that we can get one of those Spotify $100 million, $100 million uh, Joe Rogan deals. So you're saying like, we'll never do the TikTok, but we'll like have it in the background just in case it gets No, I thought is that we'll take um, sort of this uh, podcast is sort of like our, our pillar content and then sort of slice out small pieces of it and try to figure out how to post it to, uh, to TikTok. So perhaps like in our, our first episode, we talked about the elliptigo three C, you know, take the video of it, but then overlay our commentary on it in some capacity. I don't know. It's still workshopping the idea. Brilliant. Uh, and just to wrap it up, I'm pleasantly surprised cool, cool, cool. you guys are all uh, optimistic about family TikTok accounts. I am too. I, I think it's a great, i knew it uh yeah family is getting together i have a question robbie i have a question for you um you know and maybe you you don't want to talk about this but uh, your position in the music industry gave you sort of early insight into the social media platform when it was formerly musically right so has his are there any insights that you could share you know with us based on you know your having looked at this platform for many years more than the average person well, TikTok, in a lot of ways, is uh, the bane of human existence. But that's not to say that <laughs> there are some very, really positive lights that come out of it, like family TikTok <laughs> accounts. Uh, you know, like everything, it, some things are, are mindless and some things are rude. But, but a lot of things on TikTok are just people trying to have fun. So overall, I guess, got to look at the bright side. It's also okay, heavily guided by and influenced by the Chinese government, but again, it's not a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll save that for another. Yeah, time. <laughs> I have more comments on that, uh, but we can go on another day. Yeah, maybe we'll yeah, do like that, a full conspiracy theory episode. That's for four against after dark. The conspiracies. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, Wynan, um, let's take it to you. What's your topic for us today? Yeah, my topic is uh, the upcoming film. To be released July 29, 2022, Indiana Jones 5, which uh, will be uh, produced and made uh, with Harrison Ford. Um, And I will uh, 
I'd like you all to 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 give me a guess. Um, how old do we think that Harrison Ford will be in 2022? I know the answer. What do you guys think? <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, 82. Did you say 82? 82. He's that's too old. No, he's got to be 80. like 74. The correct answer is 79. So you can. <laughs> oh my god! They're going to have an action oh. film with a budget of over a hundred million dollars with a 79 year old man. That's the wow. that's the way the world's going these days. I mean, not to make anything political, but our two candidates for president are are both in their 70s. That's how the world's going these days. Well, I do feel like 20. Yeah, I don't know if I go that far, but it is interesting to see that. Like, uh, I think when we were kids, like if you were 60, like you were old and now like, that's definitely not old. That's not an old person by any stretch of the imagination. Didn't they be interesting to see where that trend goes. Didn't Indiana Jones try to revitalize the franchise with Shia LaBeouf? They, saying that this, movie this is was the... produced and made. It's called uh, mm-hmm. Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones 4. It's called. <laughs> yeah, so will he be part of Indiana Jones 5? No, Shia LaBeouf will not be in it. He was. Uh, Did they kill him off at the end of that episode or no. the end of that movie? No. Oh. See, I, I, but, uh, I, I didn't yeah. see it, but I just assumed that they were kind of grooming him to be the next Harrison Ford. So. Yeah, and then, then he turned into Shia LaBeouf and, and things <laughs> moved on from there. I, I believe it's a soft U. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Uh, but so I rewatched <laughs> all of the, the <laughs> first first three Indiana Jones and the fourth one recently because it's coronavirus times and that's what you do. And the first three hold up incredibly well mm-hmm. um, and brought me back to uh, childhood times. Um, but do we feel like we need more of that in this world or, um, or do we, uh, do we want to just leave that in our, in our collective memories of, of good feelings? I, gonna... I, I'll start with uh, Patrick Lothian who's been silent at this point. Um, I've just been considering all the angles. Uh, so I am like, I don't hold Indiana Jones up on a pedestal. Uh, like I know some people do, like I enjoyed the movies, but it's not like I need to protect them. And four was so bad that like it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. So I think I'm okay with them, like trying to redeem themselves with a fifth one. I think it'll probably also be bad, but that's okay. I'll get, I'll let them have one more try. So I'm, I'm for it. Reluctantly. All right. How about you, Rob? Um, I'm against, I'm not violently against, I'm just against it's, <laughs> it's not, it's a past point. It's not a franchise that I really care about. Yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark was a gem. Um, two and three, sure, why not? But it's not anything that ever really registered as being important in my life. So don't need it against. Michael? Uh, well, I I sort of uh, agree with Robbie here. There's actually some major franchises that I don't know if I've ever watched from start to finish, like even a single episode. So like Indiana Jones is one of those movies. What? Like I've probably seen I've probably seen all of the the footage of at least one of the films, but never in sequence in one sitting. Oh man! Um, and the same is true for um, Star Wars. I don't think I've ever watched one from beginning to end. I can't um, respect you anymore. Is... Well, I never thought that you did. So that doesn't really change things. I like the idea of how collectively over your 35 or so years of life, 
you just have pieced the footage together, you know, <laughs> two minutes at a time for all these different films. And as a whole, you've seen the movies over time. Probably. Um, so I don't know. I think, you know, now that I have a, a young uh, uh, son, I, I'm sort of excited about diving into the Star Wars, um, you know, universe. Um, I'm less excited about diving into the Indiana Jones uh, realm. Um, and I sort of think I would rather the $100 million be spent on coming up with uh, an idea that was a little bit more original than an Octonigerian version of uh, <laughs> Harrison Ford playing Indiana Jones. Is he going to be the artifact in the movie? <laughs> His mummified corpse. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. That's, so I think I'm, I'm against. All right. All right. Um, so that just about wraps up episode number two. No, you have something to say? Whoa, Do we skip whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, sorry. Why? Uh, well, why he wasn't didn't pacing that go. section very well. Wynan, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think? Uh, I'm I am against it. I think they need to to uh, to leave this in the vault. But I do suggest that they're all on Netflix. Go watch them. You're all wrong in saying that they're not uh, important pieces of, of cinema. Um, they are. The fourth one is horrific um and they, <laughs> it's already dead please don't please don't keep beating it um but uh yes i agree with you that they should come up with an original idea um there's a if you ever played those drake's fortune games they're making one of those and i got really excited when i heard they were going to make that because it seems mm -hmm. like it's going to be cool but then they cast tom holland who's like 19 and that made me both old feel old and sad um so hollywood's broken <laughs> okay <laughs> against that that wraps up episode number two now i'd like to introduce a new section called the instant review we did it last time but we didn't have a name for it uh robbie how do you think this episode went what what went well what could we do better uh if if last week's episode was a, <clears throat> a seven this may be five and a half i think this was <laughs> You know, we, we did a nice job. I, I, we, we held it together through the end. Maybe we rambled a little too long at times. Maybe four topics is a little too much. I'm not sure yet, but I still had fun. Okay. Uh, Wino, what do you think? Yeah, Steve's dog made an appearance, <laughs> and that was a surprise. We all liked that. Uh, but yeah, I think we we're, I think we're he overstayed his welcome a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you might. You might <laughs> All right, hear Ted, what do you think? Is it a review? Um, I thought it was really good because we got to learn <laughs> that Robbie hates family. Very good. The, the my one constructive piece of criticism is I think when uh, it's your turn to um to speak on the topic that you need to direct who needs to speak and when. Does that make sense? So basically, do your job for you. Do my job during your turn. Yes. I feel like these <laughs> no, it's are like we want after the to let our audience, you know, behind the scenes and see how the <laughs> sausage is made. Yeah, I do like opening the curtain to everyone else to see. I like it. Do you think that, Pat, do you think that this is going to be the reason? <laughs> so are you guys going to yell at me now <laughs> or are you we'll, still we'll going to wait until it's done? Okay. Uh, thank you very much to our <laughs> listeners for joining us today. We're having fun recording these, but we'll probably have even more fun and be more inclined to keep doing these if we hear from you by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, Spodcast, uh, <laughs> Spodcast, <laughs> Spotify, 
Spotify, or wherever you do your listening. We'd also love to connect with you online. You can find us on our new Instagram, uh, Twitter, and TikTok accounts at For or Against Pod. I actually don't have the Twitter account yet, but we'll, we'll lock that down later today. Uh, find us there and catch you next time. Woo-woo. Bye. <laughs> you read the outline. <laughs> <laughs>